welcome to Best Song Ever, man. I'm your very chill, inflatable pool party king, Luke Levin. And alongside me is a guy who is often wearing a Hawaiian shirt. He is right now. Uh, He's always got his clock set to island time. It's Kevin Connor. How you doing, Kev? Hello. Uh, Often described as the pool noodle king of southeast Michigan. Yes, exactly. Hey, you ever uh, stick one end uh, in your mouth and put it underwater and shoot the water out? Oh, yeah. Uh, that, uh, that was really... COVID just devastated that, that activity. Yeah. It, uh, it, it so still doesn't recover. I, I did recently do it um, at the Airbnb we were staying at, uh, which now I'm questioning if I should have done that. But... It was very disappointing. I remember it being cool as a kid. I would get two of them and pretend to be Blastoise. And uh, <laughs> out this side, out this side. Uh, I, uh, but I feel disappointing like, now as an adult. No, I feel like that's on that's execution, Luke. It, it still slaps. No, it was still I, lame. No, I listen as the pool noodle king of Southeast Michigan. I'm telling you, you, you ain't got yeah. a kid. <laughs> All right. Maybe I just need to check my technique. Yeah. As they say. You gotta like do like a Rocky montage of you learning how to blow water out of noodles. We're just like carrying noodles up the steps of a courthouse. Dude, I um my nephew had a noodle gun when we were in Hilton Head, and ooh, I wet some stuff with that thing. Don't even get me started, to be honest. But we're feeling the summer vibes here because we are coming to the end of the summer and we wanted to talk about it uh well we've talked about it many times uh over the past few months what is the sound of the summer gonna be it's become a sort of running joke kevin kept saying something was gonna be the sound of the summer and uh so we're gonna talk about what our sounds of the summer are and we've each picked five songs that we think sum it up uh, so, Kev, you want to get us started with your number five? Yeah, you know, I called this shot, so I it has to be in there. Because it is it, it was a correctly called shot. Uh, the entire album absolutely fits in this category, but I had to pick one song, and I'm going to go with Slide Tackle by Japanese Breakfast off of Jubilee. Oh, nice choice. Yeah, this album just, I mean, you played B-Sweet on the pod, and it instantly, I was like, oh, this is it. This this is the sound of the summer. Absolutely. And yeah. the the second Posing in Bondage came out and I was like, "Oh no. Like this this isn't the same vibe. It's good, but it's not that nice sunny summery vibe." And uh Brecky delivered. It, this album has been yeah. playing all summer long and Slide Tackle is such a like fun upbeat well put together song it's got like horns on it i really love yeah it's one of those songs where it ends and every time it ends i'm like fuck i wish that song was like two minutes longer so you mentioned horns there kev and i'm switching up my order because uh i had a different thing going on but i i have a uh theme i think that perfectly encapsulates the best sounds this summer and, you know, so Megan the Stallion, she's not on my list, but she is great. She made that song Hot Girl Summer. Yes. Then it got co-opted into a bunch of bullshit. People were saying Hot Vax Summer makes no sense. 
Uh, Old Navy has hot fam summer because they look all good. The families fuck off. Old Navy doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, but the music of this summer, I think, can be described. It was hot horn summer. Ooh, are you saying that we had a horny summer? Absolutely. It was a horny as hell summer. And you picked slide tackle, but I've got paprika, which is the opening track. Uh, yes, another from one. Japanese Breakfast's album Jubilee. And I have a good memory of being. I was just talking about it in Hilton Head, uh, floating on that big old uh, alligator raft I had in the pool, just listening to some Japanese breakfast, listen to the whole album. And it was just me and Kyle like chilling. It was really nice. And, uh, so that's definitely, I mean, the whole album could be the album of the summer, definitely the sound of the summer. And that's the one that you kept predicting was going to be the sound of the summer. And would you look at it? It's on both our lists. It's hot horn summer. If you courtesy of Japanese breakfast, if you listen to best song ever and you have friends that don't, first of all, uh, tell them to listen but second of all you could have said oh yeah this japanese breakfast is gonna be the sound of the summer and they would have thought that you're a fucking genius they'd be like yeah. wow person you really called that shot you were right and right? it so, was so look at us look we at you it. we all did yeah. it you i japanese breakfast we all did we're in this together her 99 percent, us 0.5 each yeah, I'd like to revisit those percentages later, but uh, I'd say we dispense with any uh, ranking of these songs, and they're just a top five in that. We pick yeah. five songs. Like, I don't think it, we need to rank them. No. And we'll have a playlist with all these songs for you to, Certainly. to wane your summer days with. Yeah. So what you got next? So I asked Annie, your cat... Uh, what she my thought. cat? Yeah, what she thought the sound of the summer was. I additionally asked Annie, my fiance, what she thought the sound of the summer was, and she thought about it for a very long time. And she goes, honestly, you know what it is? It's all these songs that have been on TikTok. And I'm like, you're not wrong, right? Like just TikTok, yeah. yeah like, and this, There's, I have a pick that's, but that's representative. such a wide range of songs. I, and I have a pick that's representative of this. So we, we, I'll get to that in a second. But she's not wrong in that. Like, if you are in any way affiliated, if just seeing them on Twitter or Reddit, or like if you have your significant other that sends them to you, or if you're lost in the sauce, like I have become, uh, there are a lot of songs that like trend and be, like. They get stuck in your head. I mean, Bo Burnham probably benefited so much from this because he for sure he's all over TikTok. Um, the uh, are you about to talk about in the thick of it being the sound of the summer? Because I'm going to quit the podcast. Uh, no, I'm just. What's the other one? The other uh, Castaways. Castaways. <laughs> no, but this is an artist that I first heard on TikTok and. Uh, Combines that TikTok like vibe with the pop punk feelings that I've had the last several weeks that I keep talking about, and I'm gonna go with "Good for You" by Olivia Rodrigo. There you go. I got sick of that song because I kept hearing it on Kyle's TikTok scrolling feed, you know, and I'm like, oh my god, but I did uh, enjoy it. Hey, also when you uh, asked my cat Annie. 
uh, what her sound of the summer was. Did she say it was Olivia Rodrigo? Uh, yes. And then, she, but Good. I couldn't, I couldn't really like suss out what song she meant. So I kind of <laughs> just moved on. Yeah. But I, I, this album rules the, the few pop punk tracks that are on it. Like I just, I'm all about, I'm very excited. I still am holding my breath that there's a suite coming out. Cause I think that would just be cool. One day an artist will do that where they're going to like put out an album that what do like three and like do tease with easter eggs or something yeah that there's another album yeah yeah like that'd be exciting. i mean taylor swift taylor kind swift of did it did it but also like everyone expects woodvale eventually and like that's right and that would have been sweet but yeah. also it's like well we can't just expect her to have that idea that's just like some people online were like wouldn't this be cool it's like yeah but she can't have all the ideas you gotta have taylor yeah, swift too in the studio with like the the Pepe Silvia like strings and lines, <laughs> just like doing her own like launch campaign. I'm just like oh, Woodvale. Yeah. Woodvale. All right, Luke, what do you got? All right, next up, I mean, coming in hot on Hot Horn Summer, Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow with Industry yes. Baby. I called that this was going to be the song of the summer when we watched the uh, album trailer, the trailer. live on the podcast uh and reacted to it and i just heard those horns that boom dun 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 and i now will always just picture the video of spongebob playing it you know it's yes. set to the sweet victory yeah uh spongebob performance and uh it's just it's so good and i feel like it's interesting because every rapper needs that great sort of like fake horn beat uh like nas has it uh drake certainly has many songs like that um and so lil nas x you know he came up doing the whole country thing but i feel like this is a bit more like a nod to old school hip-hop and but with also modern sort of pop hip-hop thrown in there too well the production on industry baby is like a whole five levels higher than anything he's done yeah i I think kanye did it right Right? Am I wrong on that? Did he? Is that a Kanye? Oh, fuck that. Is that a K West beat? Did he? I mean, yes, Kanye it is, is a the Kanye horn produced master, new so. song "Industry Baby." Yeah, so like, that, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. So yeah. yeah, I mean, there you go. It's a K West beat. What more can you want? Yeah, that song is fantastic. Talk about a horny summer. You see that video? There's a bunch of naked dudes in there. Yes. Uh, I'm glad Lil Nas X is not a one-hit wonder. It uh, yeah, me it too. brings joy to me because he seems, I from a distance he seems just as genuine as someone from a distance can be. But like, dude's just funny. Like he he knows yeah how to play this industry so uniquely well. And He's like, an industry baby. Yeah, exactly. I just I kind of you gotta respect it. Certainly. All right, what you got next? All right. Uh, we're talking about la- this summer, but what about last year, Luke? Wasn't it kind of weird? Uh, oh, no, I get where you're going with so this. So I'm bringing to the table TK Maidza, and this is a tough song pick. I really struggle with it, but I'm going to go with So Cold off of Last Year Was Weird Part 3. It's more of a melodic track versus like, bars but she brings both to the table in that album and i just like 
I've been listening to all three of those back to back to back a lot. It's been like a playlist that's getting a lot of play. Nice. I don't even remember that one, but you know, I did listen to uh, her Where's My Mind a lot this summer, her cover of uh, Pixies. And uh, I need to re-listen to that album, definitely. Yeah, it's really good. I I think if I had to do a quick order, I'd go 231. Uh, but that's a really small gap between all of them. They all uh, yeah. They all stand together very well. All right, well, I got a good up next. It's Bleachers with the song How Dare You Want More, yes. uh, which, I mean, talk about Hot Horn Summer. There is a good two-minute chunk of this song that is guitar and a saxophone just trading riffs, and then it just all comes together in this great, like, climactic ending and just such great horns. Kind of reminds me of, like, 80s Paul Simon a little bit, uh, but with some Springsteen thrown in there. The whole album is very Springsteen-y, uh, but it's just such a great, amazing track, and it's super fun and super unique. I, uh, You know, this is another theme I've noticed this summer, I feel like, uh, where a few years ago everything had to be polished, pop, sort of uh, soft and shimmery. You know, and that's still somewhat the case, but I think some artists are going back to the more tangible instruments, acoustic type stuff. And I think Jack Antonoff does that a lot on this album. Uh, Clearly, Lord is doing that on her album, a lot more acoustic stuff. And I think they picked it up from T-Swift. It's from Jackie's time working on Folklore, you know, and uh, got him back on the acoustic guitar train. Yeah, this is an unofficial pick, but I would be remiss to not say that I've listened to a lot of Taylor Swift this summer, and that mostly is driven by the fact that Annie has devolved into hardcore Swifty over the last year. So, oh, I mean, who hasn't? Who, yeah, exactly. Who hasn't? But I, uh, that's been a that's been the soundtrack of the summer, just like in the car for sure. <laughs> that was definitely like last fall's soundtrack was definitely. Uh, evermore so she had last year on lock so take a break taylor okay chill out the rockiest pick i have is one that i really liked and i kept playing over and over again when i would have like five minute car rides because you're just like i gotta run to the store or something it's really close but like what can i listen to in that amount of time that's gonna like deliver on a full experience and that is the album future lovers by the beaches and i'm going with the track let's go Ooh, this is an awesome toronto-based uh all woman four piece and this song it it says it in the name let's go like it just gets you kind of hyped and excited yeah that sounds like fun uh there's some like 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 uh summary like Summary ooze uh, that I do a great disservice singing, but it's just nice falsetto there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's just good. It's a good album. It's a good song. I really like it. It it got a lot of play this summer. I'm bummed this is only an EP because I want more. Damn, I didn't know uh, about this. Did you tell me about this at all? I it, it got a I shout out this. on the pod, and I think I might have touted it maybe once. But mm, it's maybe a little tout, maybe yeah, a little shout. 
it's it's a really okay. cool short project and i want more so come on uh be just come on let's go come on all right uh next up this one is definitely a recent this is like a late summer uh both of these next ones i got the uh late summer coming in right at the end but coming in strong and this comes from foxine uh the album draw down the moon and the song that i picked is bialystok and the way i'm describing this album is abba meets andrew wk because Whoa. they were like right i knew that would get you interested have you listened to this yet no okay it's uh so they were a band that like uh i played them a few years ago and they were like a cool like rock band and they were doing some interesting stuff on their last album i feel like they were sort of trying to venture out from that um but this one they really like did this interesting blend of like that rock sound with like a poppy disco thing and uh a lot of the lyrics are about love and this one is actually like kind of heartbreaking. There's the repeated lyric of I'm homesick everywhere I go without you. And um, so it's like kind of heartbreaking, but it's just insanely catchy. And this one like definitely shows that perfect blend of like the rock and the disco, which is a weird blend. And Cause it's like, He'll have the drummer will be doing like a disco beat, like a and then be like, like, do like a crazy, like, Tom, like, rock metal type thing at the end, and it works so well. It's like, I don't know, how I'm describing it doing it justice. It's you gotta listen to it, yeah. it's amazing, but it's just like super poppy and fun, but also rocks hard. So it's a interesting sound with horns. No, no horns okay. on this one. We ain't horning there on this are, one. There are some on the album, but there's also just some like big ripping rock guitars on the album too that are super fun. Okay, I'll allow it. We we we'll we'll put it in the notes. Yeah. we'll allow it. Uh, I think my last one does not fit into Hot Horn Summer too, but we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. Uh, easy pick. How could I not have this on my list? An album that is going to appear in my end of year list. An album that is uh, much was much hyped and lived up to it. An album I haven't stopped listening to. And an album that, you know, might be his best yet. Tyler, the creator. With Call Me If You Get Lost. Oh, nice choice. And I want to pick Hot Wind Blows. Uh, This song starts with that cool flute sound. It's really, really windy, breathy. Uh, An amazing Lil Wayne verse, like Wheezy's Wheezy's Back. This may be my favorite song, yeah, on the album. I love a Lil Wayne's verse on it. Yeah, I... uh, And DJ Drama narration. Yeah, and like it's got that really summer vibe, like we're kicking up on the beach, we got our toes out, like it's... It seemed to be the only pick for this, uh, to be representative for this album because it is so summer themed. But that whole yeah. album is great. I, it's good. It's really good. Like I haven't spent the time with it that I have Flower <laughs> Boy, but it's really just top to bottom, really, really strong. Yeah. Uh, and I'm only listen to it a lot more into the fall. Yeah, 
I definitely need to spend some more time with that. Um, my last one is, it's a little more low-key. It's the Loki soundtrack. <laughs> no, it is not the trickster himself. Uh, this comes from Isaiah Rashad with his album, The House is Burning. Yes. Which you told me about this one, and I had seen some emails about it, but finally checked it out, and uh, it was kind of like a slow grower on me. At first, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. And then, like, the more I listen, I'm like, damn, this is all really good. Um, and like I said, this song I picked is a bit more low-key, but that's what's great about uh, Zay, as they call him, as his friends refer to him. He can do, like, the smooth, cool, like, chill stuff, but then he can go hard, and he just, like, I feel like does something different and interesting with his voice on every song on the album, and uh, I'm picking the song Headshots. Excellent track. In parentheses, for the locals. And this just has a great, like, outcasty, uh, sort of, like, slow slow ride, you know, just cruising with the windows down type dealio. Uh, and it's just got such a great, like, chill chorus. And um, it comes after Claymore, which was almost my other pick, because that's another, like, smooth, super cool one with a great verse from Smino. Uh, I also was considering from the garden with a uh, little Uzi vert, which I would not usually Brian said the same thing when I told him to listen to this album, that he would not usually like a song like that. It's very just like bassy yeah. and like repeated a lot of repeating stuff, you know, more of a modern style, I think. And uh, they just do it so well. And even little Uzi verts versus amazing on it. And that falls into hot horn summer. So just this whole The House is Burning album has been a recent highlight of my summer for sure. Yeah, I think that's going to make some end of year lists. It's a really, really good album. Oh, mine for sure. Yeah. Well, Luke, we got a a hell of a summer playlist. We did it. That's the sounds of the summer, baby. And there's some good ones in there. There are. Just just, listen, guys, you only have a few more days. Uh, Get out there. Go swim. Sit in the sun. Get hot. Get, get horny. Get hot and horny. Uh, get hot and horny. Go sit in the sun. Uh, listen to our playlist because it's going to be full of horns. And that's what we mean when we say get hot and horny. Oh. Nothing else. God, no. Not the other way. Ew. No. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but it's hot horn summer, baby. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Uh, don't tell jonathan because he's always ruins everything and so if we get him involved in hot horn summer it's like he's just a bummer i was hoping you wouldn't bring him up jonathan if you're listening just go fuck yourself man um all right well why don't we move along to our touts Kev, you go first because i have just a list of 12 albums i've been loving and I'm just going to run them down. I don't even need to say that much about them. So you go first, then I'll just run them down. Holy shit. Well, uh, first off, 
coming out last week, something you sent in the best song ever, Discord, something I really liked, something we talked about, Fever Dreams by Villagers. Dude, that's my dude. This album is really good. Yeah. I I was shocked how much I liked it. It's It's got those builds that I crave deep down in my heart. Uh, the two songs that I liked the most that we both talked about also have, like, single edit versions. So they're, like, really clearly meant for, like, to be the ones. And they're both really good. Yeah. I really like So Simpatico, and you had talked about yeah. how much you had liked... Uh, circles. Circles in the Firing Line. Circles in the Firing Line, yeah. Both amazing. So... That album's really cool. And amazing album artwork. You just got to shout that yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Also, did you see the single artwork for uh, Circles in the Firing Line? Is like, uh, or maybe it was so simpatico. It's like someone resting on like a giant moose. I just love all those like giant cosmic oh, animals yeah. he's got going on. And then there's one with a snake, too. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so simpatico has this big moose, and the first day has a big snake. So. Had you just... Is this the first time you heard of Villagers? I heard his last album. Oh, okay. The Art of Pretending to Swim. Which but I like, didn't even I, realize. I didn't... He's got a lot. Um, yeah. It, it like I listened to it. I was like, that's cool. But like it didn't like stick. This has stuck. So I uh, got really into him back in 2010 with the album Becoming a Jackal, which uh, he... Did, like, some folkier stuff also, uh, some more, like, indie sort of the, I feel like he was sort of around the chill wave time and was kind of in that scene, that sort of genre. Um, but also, Where Have You Been All My Life, that one in 2016 was good, and this new one, he's doing, like, a jazzier thing, because, like, he's, you know, did, Mm -hmm. like, the folk sort of, and so... Some like the orchestration, I'm like, that seems on brand. But then it's like, gets kind of jazzy. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Uh, I think he's going in some new directions. So, yeah, that's a good choice. Nice. Uh, I have one more new album from last week. That's Kunzite with visuals. Really uh, cool electronic album. Uh, the first song nice. features Ratatat. So it, or there's several that feature Ratatat. Oh, wow, I had nice. not noticed the feature list. Uh, really cool. good collabs there. Uh, going off of last episode, I've been listening to t- two albums from artists we played that had come out prior to the songs that we played. And that is Reflection of Youth by Era and I Love My Mom by Indigo D'Souza. And those oh, albums nice. both rip. Yeah, really big fan of those. I still need to listen to Indigo. Yeah, it makes me really excited for her uh, her new project because yeah. I like this album a lot. And nice. Ira had spoken about how this next album is like more her, so I'm really excited to hear like what direction that goes in. Yeah, nice. I my I've got one more, and this is kind of a talk your shit. Angel Olsen put out Isles. Talk your shit, you little shit talker. A, yeah, it's a cover EP, which I don't have any issue with. Oh, it but is. I, but, but yeah, I, mean, I, I when I see a cover EP, I give it the old skipperoo, uh, just personally. I gave it a listen because I wanted to hear, and the, you know what? You know what really prompted me to listen to it was the first song selection was Gloria, uh, by Laura Branigan, and I'm like, oh hell yeah, that song rules. No clue. What? Who? You got it. 
Laura go listen, go l- listen to go listen to Gloria right now. You're gonna know what it is. L- Laura, it's in the Wolf of Wall Street and like I Tanya. Oh, okay. Then I probably heard it. What's the name? Yeah. Laura Gloria Loria. What? I'm too confused. Lor- <laughs> Laura Branigan, Gloria. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that, but I'll listen to it later. Uh, You're, I'm gonna well, take your right. word for it. Super pumped up '80s jam. Nice. Totally rules. It has been somewhat more in the public consciousness because Trump keeps playing it at his rallies when oh. he was doing those, and the Branigan estate was like, "Yo, don't, nope, fuck off, don't do that," wow. uh, and he kept doing it. It was a whole thing, but. Angel Olsen performed this song, and it's a really amped up '80s jam, and it's just boring. In her uh, defense, it's just like in her defense, Kevin, I like covers that are completely different from the original because if it's like the original, why do I need to listen to the cover? I'll just listen to the original. Do something I, different. I do it. too. She does Billy Idol as that a face. She does oh. the safety dance. Like what? there are really cool songs on here. <laughs> yeah. I don't like this Gloria cover <laughs> okay. and it really put me off the album and I I got more into it as it went on but like oh man if you're if well, you're really into this like maybe start with track 2. Okay. I love Angel Olsen but some of her recent stuff has been Snoozeville. She's been putting out a lot and I'd say like you know half of it's probably Snoozeville. And then uh, half of it, I'm like, pretty cool. I mean, like, she's yeah. a great songwriter, obviously, but she does do, like, yeah. well, the slow and none sort of, of spacious type stuff that sort of, I don't know, sometimes it gets boring. And none of that songwriting really is present here because yeah, it is a cover album. Covers. I just, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I I just had to I get to get that out. Listen to the last four tracks angel olsen you've been shit talked by the shit talker i don't know don't put that down i like i think we should have a make that a regular segment <laughs> you that were, is actually pretty funny we shit don't talker. usually shit talk anybody. yeah so yeah. <laughs> I, i'm generally a pretty positive guy but kevin this could be like your persona you're like the bad boy the shit talker and you're like let me just break <laughs> it down for you now so yeah, yeah. this is coming back just for uh, sure you know what <laughs> Like an Andy Rooney type segment where I'm just like old and upset about things. (laughs) Exactly. So that's great. All right, Luke. You ready for me to run them down? Dude, just rip it. Go. Let's run them down. All right. Uh, Of course, Lump with Animal. Uh, Don't need to say much about it. Played it on the podcast. It's brilliant. Uh, Bleachers, take the sadness out of Saturday night. Amazing. Uh, Foxing, Draw Down the Moon, just talked about that. Isaiah Rashad, The House is Burning, just talked about that. Uh, the cave episode with Isaiah Rashad that I shared in the Discord, The Cave That's with Kenny really cool. Beats. It was super cool. I love the part where he says uh, that SZA told him that Zay has the most potent voice. I'm like, That's so cool that SZA and him are just like talking about Isaiah Rashad. Chatting. I'd be like, damn. Um, next up Vince Staples with the self-titled Vince Staples album. I just revisited that and it's so good. And it's more like, again, more chill. I feel like than some of his past stuff, but still like really powerful and kind of dark. He gets into some stuff. Yeah. I, I had a long drive yesterday where I was listening to era and I was like, 
this is this is good, but this is a little too low key. Like it's it's late. Yeah. I kind of want to like bump, and I put on Vin Staples and like nice. We bumped, and yeah. uh, I shared that performance in the Discord too. He was just on Fallon, I think it was doing "Take Me Home," which was sweet. Country roads. Talking about covers that would be very different from the original. Let's get Vince Staples to Doing do "Take Me Home, Take Me Home Country, Country Roads. Roads." He could totally do it. That would, that would be definitely different than the John Denver <laughs> version. Yeah, he makes it like super dark and ominous, <laughs> which may be suiting for yeah, West Virginia. Right, that'd be uh, pretty good. Um, then Torres with Thirstier. This is one that I shouted, and I've been loving that. Some big rock moments on there. Uh, she's doing some new stuff, too. That's uh, very interesting. Um, Claro with Sling. Beautifully orchestrated. Love it. Um, just revisited Great that. Album. Forgot all about it, and then I was like, wait, I forgot this even came out. Um Jungle, you were telling me about Loving in Stereo. That album was amazing. Great Ta- album. Some more disco fun. If you're looking for some more disco business, go to that one. Um, of course, Lord with Solar Power. Like I said in the Discord, half of it was Snoozeville, but there's some good stuff on there. Um, I maintain yeah. that. Uh, Kyle full on like hates <laughs> Solar Power. She's sending me TikToks of uh, the crowd like singing. Uh, can you reach me? No, you can't. And Lord's like, like they're all singing along with her. And Kyle's like, I hate it so much. <laughs> like, leave her alone. <laughs> We're a house divided when it comes to Lord. Um, Nas with King's Disease 2. This album is way better. I was like, okay, this will be pretty good. You know, Nas putting out new stuff. He was like my favorite rapper for years. And uh, have you listened to this, Kevin? No, I like totally missed this. How how oh, did I? I think I shouted it. One of us shouted it, but it's uh oh yeah, it's super good. And I feel like because Brian was saying like sometimes Nas's rapping is good, but his production's kind of cheesy. But that's also like the time he came out of, you know, like um, but yeah, the production on this is like so good, and uh, he's doing some new stuff. He's got. Eminem and the group EPMD and uh, Lauren Hill is on a song. It's uh, really good. So then I got The Killers with Pressure Machine. That one uh, is kind of like if Bleachers is Born to Run Springsteen, this is the River Springsteen. It's like the darker I was sort of sound. Like it's it's really good though. I was surprised how much I liked this. I hadn't really yeah. vibed with the Killers in a while, but it's, it's pretty good. But did you listen to the lyrics? Because like the first two songs talk about opioids, <laughs> like it's heavy. Uh, the catchiest oh, I song, not. I like, I like had it on and was listening. But <laughs> the catchiest song is like about a new father like cheating on his wife. Like it's dark. I was like, this is this a Mountain Ooh. Goats album or a Killers album? Because <laughs> it's like pretty heavy. It feels like Sam's Town, but darker. I mean, Sam's Down is their yeah. best album. So. Oh, for sure. Um, and then I wasn't sure if that was gonna be a hot take or not. Oh no, I love Sam's Town. That's I I like it better than Hot Fuss for sure. Um, yeah, I was a uh, what was their third album? That was the first one, like time I got into them. Like I was yeah, that's when I, I uh, said a, a small child. 
Uh, uh, I for a while I was like, this is their best album. The one uh, with Are We and Are We Human or Are We Dancer? No, it was right before that. That's what I was oh, like. Oh, okay. no, same for me. Then they, well, yeah, uh, no, I do... dropped off after Samstown. But uh, then Brendan Flowers got me back with his solo work, and then they put out that new album last year. That was really good. I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt your touts and say that the Killers do a cover of Joy Division's Shadow Play on oh. their third album, and it's good. That's the, that's and the it's good. It's good. Listen to it. Nice. I do want to hear that. Um, and then last up, I touted it and laughed at the title. Still woozy. With if this isn't nice, I don't know what is. It sounds like a I think you should leave sketch. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I could see I could see Patty Harrison saying that in any of her characters. It sounds like it's like y'all be spanking my bare balls back and butt. <laughs> <laughs> if can, that yeah, isn't nice, tout, I don't I know what you, is. <laughs> can we just officially tout I think you should leave season two? Yeah, it's the fucking I best. Mean, yeah. It's no touting even necessary, but there it is. Yeah. Fucking uh, slop him up. Come on. <laughs> I, I, very big tangent. I was at the bar last night with a buddy, and there was a dude with some slicked back hair. And <laughs> like, I, I was like, I looked at him and I looked back, at my buddy and I was not like, not pushed back. <laughs> you can, listen, you can't stop him from ordering a steak <laughs> and a glass of water. Nope. You can't. I was a piece of shit, though. <laughs> yeah, you should have gone up to that guy and been like, "Hey, it's okay. <laughs> People can change." <laughs> if he did, the, I think if I did that, that dude would have absolutely fucking punched me. Yeah, he's like, "Fuck you! I don't need to change." Yeah, I All don't right. want to hold a baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we uh, go take a dip? In the pool of shouts. All right, first up, I got Indigo D'Souza. We talked about, I played uh, her on the last episode. Super excited for this album, Any Shape You Take. Gonna be really good. Also, Big Red Machine. That's the band with Justin Vernon of Bon Iver and Aaron Dessner of The National. Uh, And Miss Taylor Swift is featured on it, on that one song. Have you heard that song? I don't think we talked about that. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Do you think uh, he's going to go full Bony Bear on this? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because he tries to uh, differentiate it, I feel like. It's a different sound, you know? It's more yeah, okay. like... Good. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I feel like it's a little... I guess Bony Bear is kind of folkier. I feel like he's just not doing that many vocal effects on this, you know? Save the weird electronic shit for Bony Bear. Um, then Night Jewel with No Sun. She's a cool artist I've enjoyed in the past. So check out the new album. What you got, Kev? This came out two days ago, midweek release. Uh, Men I Trust with the Untourable album. I've been a fan of their music in the past. Excited to see what they've got this week. Big pop releases. We've got Halsey. If I can't love, I want power. And this is somehow paired with a movie release. I'm I just like did like a really quick amount of research, but there's something something coming out with it in tangent, so that's cool. And churches with screen violence. I'm really excited for that Ooh, one. I didn't even know they had a new one coming out. 
Yeah, that'll that'll be good. Good old music from Chiverches. I'm gonna go on Spotify when that comes out and say, "Take me to Chiverches." Yes, that's the jokes that we bring you on best song ever. <laughs> uh, blast the past! I was really into these guys in high school. Three oh three with need. Uh, I, I, you know what? I might take it. I might take a listen. We'll see what they got. What they're bringing to the table. Uh, yeah, you know sure. why not? I uh, never have, never will. So there you go. <laughs> I there's probably like one person who listens to this who's like, hell yeah, three oh three, finally getting their due. Yeah, I'm like, I know I've heard the name. I couldn't tell you anything. Oh, very. Uh, they've ever done. It's like 2009's worst. <laughs> no. Sounds yeah. great. Yeah. And uh and finally, Kanye West with Dondo. Oh, has Kanye got a new one out? I I hadn't heard about that. No, he I love doesn't. That. You know, K West beats. K West beats are great, man. We heard one and you know, we talked about Lil Nas X, K West beats. I can't wait to hear some new Kanye. He <laughs> I have terrible news for you, Luke. Uh, you're not gonna hear this album because it's not gonna come out. And we'll be talking about it next week because it's gonna live on in my shouts forever. Wait a second. Hold on. Because okay, you've been made a clown of the past month saying that Donda was gonna come out and that it didn't come out. But right now, we're recording this well in advance of the day in question. Yes. So you are calling your shot saying it's not gonna come out. So Kanye could make a big fool of you again and he could actually release it on this Friday, August 27th, 2021, the year of our Lord. Then you know what? Are you sure you want to? Yeah. Yeah. I would love to be made a fool of. I hate that this album continues to just exist in the shouts, not out on Spotify. I wake up Friday morning. I rub my eyes. I grab my phone and I search Kanye West on Spotify. <laughs> and the first thing I see is Jesus is King. And I don't want to see that album. I have never listened to it. I don't want to. I just want to see Don to come out because I'm tired of it being in the public consciousness. I want it to come out. I want everyone to go, wow, this isn't that good. And then we're done. It's over. We can be through with it. Very upset. <laughs> Jesus is King. I have faith in my man, Kanye, that it will come out. I've got faith, and I think he's going to make a big, big fool of you. So, Kanye, do this for me. Do this one thing. We. Amen. We're, we're going to see, and we're going to talk about this next week in next week's shouts. And, uh. Yeah. Maybe this is my eternal punishment. It's just having every week to talk about how Donda's coming out. Yeah. Maybe this is your Sisyphusian task. Uh, I, is this is it. This, that's this. it. Uh, this is a modern day Sisyphus. Yeah. You're pushing a giant record of Donda, of Donda up a hill. Up a hill. <laughs> Luke, right. I, well, I'm, I've, I've gotten hot and heavy. I need, to, I need to go jump in the pool. Yeah. Go take a dip. I'm going to do the same. Uh, but first, let's talk about our three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com slash best song ever. Join our Discord. You know the deal. Uh, plus offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. My Mirex feature is out this week. So go read it. Yes. I, it was great to hear from the band on the process behind their groundbreaking album. 
Mega Bear, and it's my favorite album of the year, still holding that number one spot. So go check out my feature with them. And that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke Leven saying, you better check your perspective, man. And I'm Kevin Cotter saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.